I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, a Kardashians recap show. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm joined by Zach Peter. And today we are recapping the fourth jam-packed episode of the Kardashian show on Hulu. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing, sweetie. God, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm going to try to run that line as long as we can until I can't run it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's just get into it. Let's talk a little bit about some Kardashian news. We saw that Chloe revealed she got a tumor removed from her face. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say other than she got a tumor removed from her face. I'm glad it, it wasn't cancerous, you know? I mean, it couldn't have been like that bad if, I mean, I guess maybe that's why she's been face tuning so much all these past oh few years. My. She had to hide the face tumor, Amelia. Now it problem solved. Now it solved. makes sense. Now it makes, it makes sense. sense. Oh my gosh. Was yeah. the tumor, was the tumor in her nose? Cause we know she had a nose job. Stop. Stop. No, really? <laughs> maybe the tumor was like in the canal. It was no, it was like right on the side of her face. It looks mm. like, um, it was a small little bump. And uh, she said it was an incredibly rare tumor that uh, it was not budging. It was a small bump that didn't budge for seven months. So she needed to have an immediate operation and she got it removed. So happy that she got it removed and she's feeling better. You know, she can film the show. So, yeah, I guess (laughs) she's thriving. Exactly. And then we also got news of Kim's new line of concrete home products. Have you seen these on her Skikin by Kim website? So chic. I mean, I don't understand. (laughs) What? There were four different products, right? And they're all very Mm -hmm. neutral, you know, gray tones. Um, They look, they look cute. I just, 
I mean, Do I guess they? they're pretty versatile. Sure. So, you know, they can fit in anybody. They can fit with most people's aesthetic. But it, I don't know. It's like it's on brand, but I'm just like. Right. Why? Why? Exactly. Well, I saw a comment under one of the on Twitter saying it's giving like Target moving into my dorm, if you will. And I thought that was very apropos. It does very much look like you could buy this at the Target home goods section, which is fine. It's Listen, I love a Target home goods section, but you don't need to pay Same. these prices. No, like exactly. You could get it at Target. You can go to Marshall's. You can go to Home Goods. Like you can get something very simple. You can get it on uh, Amazon. You can go to IKEA, you know, exactly. and get something that looks equally as simplistic, but that, you know, is is within budget. You know, I'm just like, right. what? Who's like, who is she pivoting? Like, who is her new consumer? And I why? Don't know. Exactly. I don't know because these are very like this tissue box is $89. And of course it's not sold out. Sorry, Kim. No one wants your depressingly uh, sad home products, but you know, she's trying, I guess that's what like, a business give it woman a little does. Something. Give it like a gold rim, like just right. something to kind of, you know, differentiate it. Something, sure. you know, you would think, but apparently not. So a little I don't, zing. A little zing, but no, it's just, it's literally concrete and it has instructions how to, to make sure you get the most out of your concrete Kim products. But I feel like, like show us that Kanye is gone and we've got a little zing, you know, we saw the product, listen, we saw her, her fashion choices when we had the Prada episode and like, they weren't great choices, but at least they were bold. You know, they I feel were, like we yes. can bring some of that into, you know, into Exa- some of the decor. I would hope so. But she said, no, we're not doing it that way. So here we are. Um, yeah. Any more uh, Kardashian news or uh, product review you would like to uh-huh. add? I did just see she launched her podcast on Spotify, her Spotify original, The System, mm. Kim Kardashian's The System has finally dropped. I did listen to the first episode and listen, oh. I actually enjoyed it. Amelia. You did? Good. I'm glad. What, what did she talk about? So, I mean, obviously it's, you know, similar to like what she did with Alice Johnson, where there's, you know, a man in prison wrong or that we believe is wrongfully convicted. So it's very Mm -hmm. much like serial. Remember the Adnan serial case? And he just got out. He just got out. So I feel like people are now wanting to relive those serial days, but at least now we have Kim Kardashian to live that through. And I will tell you, as good as serial was, I like Kim's show because it like, it talks you through, like it has like mock scenarios that kind of like show you like what was going on. And there's like a narrator. There's not a lot of Kim in it. Oh, interesting. And she, you know, she's reading her little script here and there. And then we have little sound bites of her talking to like attorneys and stuff. So it's not like heavily Kim focused, but it's thoroughly enjoyable. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. So she doesn't narrate the whole thing? I don't like true crime. No, she doesn't narrate the the whole thing. We have different narrators and she has like little bits where she's like, here, I'm talking to my lawyers. And then she's like, hi, lawyers. So what's today's, you know, what's, what are we going to talk about? How are we going to get this guy out of prison? And then they're like, okay, Kim, this is what we're going to do. And then the narrator comes in and explains what we're going to (laughs) do. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Well, it's sprinkles of Kim. It's sprinkles of Kim. I think that's smart. That's a smart move by her. Okay. It's a very skim appearance. Okay. (laughs) She's on brand always. Okay. I'll have to check that out. That's so funny. 
Okay, great. Well, yes, you can check that out here on Spotify. I did see that she was fighting with Kanye about the oh, kids and well. the the school. He posted the school because right. he wants them to go to, to Donda's school. And a lot of people had a lot of opinions about that. And didn't she also get booed recently, too? I feel like there's just always like it's oh, hard yeah. to keep up with the Kardashians because there's always something to keep up with. But right. I mean, Kanye definitely just seems to be very vocal these days. And oh. he just seems to be all over social media and all over the Internet. We keep kicking him off the social media platforms and he's just like a cockroach and he just keeps coming on back. I know he's disgusting. We, he we needs can't to get rid of him. We can't. Unfortunately, we cannot get rid of this man. And he is spewing some pretty toxic, insane beliefs. And he just needs, he needs to go away. He needs to go away. And there's nothing more to say other than we obviously do not condone what he has been saying. It's hor- horrific stuff. And uh, he is, he's been hiding behind I think this he believes he's like a genius and he also, you know, obviously has mental issues, but this is no excuse to say the things yeah. that he's saying. And I know his he's very much like free speech, free speech, free speech. And I think it's important to have free speech, but there's a difference between free speech and harmful speech and right. hate free speech. speech. Yeah. And and I also feel like free speech also doesn't give you freedom of consequences, right? So when you mm-hmm. say things, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be repercussions for that. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be consequences. And that doesn't mean that people aren't going to have responses or reactions to what you say. And somebody like Kanye holds a lot of power because he has a lot of influence. And I think it's just unfortunate because he has so many, I think it's yes people around him that are like, you're so smart. You are a genius, you know, that just mm-hmm. keep building him up and supporting yeah. this behavior rather than helping him kind of shift his focus to have a message that could actually be powerful for people rather than, you know, controversial and dramatic just for the sake of being controversial and dramatic. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, uh, yeah, it's sad. It's sad to see him descend into this just And then to just see the kids getting affected now, like, you know, having to hire additional security because he's releasing where, I mean, I feel like there should always just be security on the kids 24 seven, but it's just, you know, I think it's, he doesn't think about the repercussions of how it affects Kim and how it affects the kids most importantly. And he's just, you know, I think he's just being very reckless and only thinking about himself. And I'm like, at what point, like, where do we where do we kind of reel this back in with him, you know? Yeah, no, he's Crazy. definitely uh, unwell. So I, yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing more to say other than he's just <sighs> gross and he needs to, he really needs to go away. And and I'm glad he's getting deplatformed because he, like you were saying, he doesn't deserve to, you know, spew these hateful horrible comments and get away with it. It's like, you know, you, there are consequences to when you say stuff like that. So yeah, Yeah. well, not to hard pivot, but, uh, why don't we get into hard pivot, but to hard pivot, we're going to do that. We're going to get into the recap from today's episode to begin. We get Kim and she is, she's talking about how she's back from Italy. We start off the episode where she's, I think at Chris's home. She's there with Chloe, with Chris, and with MJ. Once again, MJ getting great minutes. 
I'm glad she actually got lines this episode, though. Me we too. actually got her. We actually got to hear her speak. We took the sunglasses off. We took the mask off. We gave her a full, you know, shot. A full character moment, truly. A full character um, moment. And, and she deserves it after uh, hearing what Kim had to say. Kim literally starts out this episode by telling MJ that she and Pete had sex in front of a fireplace in her Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel because MJ told her once uh, that, quote, you really live life when you have sex in front of the fireplace, unquote. I mean, Courtney should know she's always living life. <laughs> Washing the dishes naked. So I True. feel like, why not live life? Like, yeah, absolutely bang in front of the fireplace. It sure. might get a little warm. So we, we may need yeah. to do some like temperature control. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, unless there's a mirror where you can watch yourself, like at least have a cute ambiance, you know, enjoy no, it. Sure. I just was shocked that she would say this in front of her grandmother, but maybe I'm just listen. MJ, I think is, is a, a low key freak in the bedroom. I think MJ is into it all. Okay. And so she's like, girls, this is how we do it. I'm pretty sure if Kim wanted to do a sex tape 2.0, MJ would be like, listen, sweetie, here are some tips and tricks. That needs to be the next Kardashian book that comes out. MJ's sex tips. And she- wow. You know what? She has lived a life. She's 88. So you're right. You know, maybe she'll be holding the camera. I don't know. She seems to really like Pete. It seems like Chris and MJ both love Pete because they even say that they're like, he's such a he's such a cutie. He's so sweet. And Kim's like, yeah, Is he's he really nice. Is he I mean, a cutie? I mean, I don't, you know what he's, I don't, I'm not necessarily like attracted to him physically, but I, I mean, I I don't think he's, I don't think he's ugly, but I think he, I think his personality think, is winning. I mean, clearly his personality and some business downstairs, I hear he's got a full package. I think well, that's really the winning selling point for Pete. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I mean, not that he's unattractive. I don't think he's unattractive at all, but when I think of Pete Davidson, I just think of like Cheeto dusted fingers oh. and like fart jokes, you know? Sure. No, I get that. I get that. I think, uh, I think he can be funny obviously cause he's a comedian, but I also, I think he genuinely is a nice person. I think he's a little deranged definitely. Um, but I, he seems to be a thoughtful person and that's what all these women like about him, I guess. I wouldn't deem him worthy enough to go to space. I'll just throw well, that out there. That's true. So they talk about, Kim talks about how excited she is for Pete to launch himself into space. Spoiler alert. He doesn't even, he doesn't end up going. We learn later on in this episode and we've known before, but they canceled it with him for whatever reason. We don't know why, but, um, question for you, would you go into space if you had the opportunity? Not with where we're currently at. I mean, Mm -hmm. with today's technology, like it's cute, but we're not doing Xenon Girl of the 21st century. You know what I mean? Like if I could go in space and I could be, you know, having fun in space, that's one thing. But to just like go to space and be like, oh, I can see like I can see that on Google Earth. Right. Well, here's the thing. I was thinking about this. It's, And I've read this and seen it, too. Like they don't even they go, quote unquote, they technically go to space, but they touch space. They're not in actual, you know, going into deep space. They literally go up as far as it is to say that you can be in, quote unquote, space. So like they're doing the bare minimum of space and coming back down to me. That's not going to space. That's touching space. That is just touching it. 
That's so like I, not even just the tip. No, give me the full <laughs> thing or get out. <laughs> give me the full experience. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So again, we get that. That is fun. Uh, a little family intro. And then we've, we're again focusing a lot on Kendall lately. And this time, She's talking about how she wants to flip a home. She wants to flip a house. She's a house flipper now. Riveting. Riveting. <laughs> this, this holds no interest to you. I Listen, Kendall just brings me such yawns, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like Kendall, listen, the red is looking cute on her. I feel like we did this whole entire storyline just to find a way to introduce Scott that won't be related to Courtney. And honestly, so, like, thank we you. set up this entire storyline. Like, do you really want me to believe that Kendall Jenner is a, has a specialty in lighting and she knows, well, you know, the right <laughs> recess lighting. I'm just like, well, God, we're trying model, so, so hard to make Kendall happen. We're giving her brain mapping. We're giving her 818 tequila businesswoman. We're giving her, you know, house flipper. Like we're mm -hmm. just trying to see what sticks with Kendall. And I'm just like, at this point, just be like Kylie and stay in the back. Stay in the back. Exactly. I know not a lot of Kylie, but we do get to meet, I think their mutual friend, one of Kendall's best friends, Phi. Kadra, Kadra, and they get lunch. They discuss how they work together with her 818 tequila. And now she wants to uh, renovate homes. And she's just saying like, this is my calling. I'm so excited. I, I just, I love homes and designing. So, I mean, you know, maybe in the future we can get our homes flipped by Kendall. I don't know. Um, but I trust me, I don't want Kendall or Kim to flip my home. <laughs> okay. You don't want them I'll, touching I'll your Chloe, house. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Courtney. Mm -hmm. I think if I go with Courtney, I'll get like a sex dungeon. Chloe, I feel True. Chloe would be so, um, I feel like everything would be so neat if Chloe flipped a home. Like everything yeah. would just be very, you orderly, know, proportionate, yeah. orderly. Sure. I think Chloe's, <laughs> I'm betting my money on Chloe more than Kendall. <laughs> Oh my God, I'll drink 818 tequila, but I feel like we but need to. But you don't to... want. Yeah, no. you don't want to have. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, I will say the branding on 818 tequila is cool. I like the branding. That yeah, made. it's fun. But I, yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily her. But anyway, she approved it, I'm sure. But anyway, they. So Kendall and Fi go to a house. They discuss flipping it. Um, but they decide it's best to probably start smaller. Don't start with a big old gutted house. Go, go like a bungalow size, maybe. Because again, this is the first time either of them are ever doing this, which is probably smart because the house they uh, looked at looked pretty, pretty big um, <laughs> and seems like kind of a daunting task. Yeah, pretty big and like not really in need of much flipping. I just I don't know. I just feel like. Yeah. Like, well, I, I mean, feel they like were, their like, idea, the whole thing. their idea of flipping, I feel like is more of like decor. Like, let's, yeah. you know, re redo some of the light fixtures. Let's mm -hmm. add in a cute little counter, but it's not, we're not really flipping the whole house. We're like, not. Give me some Jeff That's Lewis flipping and yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where's Jenny Poulos and Jeff Lewis when you need them? Mm -hmm. And then later on, like you said, we get Scott. It's very exciting. I was so, I was shocked to see Scott. I was like, oh my God, it's Scott's back. I was really 
you know me. I was really excited. And uh, they're getting like a little lunch. She asks him like her like the best advice he could give. And he says, you want the grossest looking house in the best area, which I think is actually pretty good advice. I mean, it's kind of like simple advice, but. I think, you know, I think that's smart. You probably get it, get it for cheaper. Not that they care, but, um, and then you can renovate it into something nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that's smart. Scott's been flipping houses for a minute. He has a bit of experience in Flip this. It like this. Ken- yeah. Yeah. Kendall's just looking for a passion project, which I love. She let it slip in this episode. The 818 is her passion project, but she's like, no way. It's a real business guys. But it's, you know, it just, it fuels my passion at the same time. Right, right. We have to make that clear, of course. Like, can we book her some more product gigs? Like, she just seems like she's bored lately and looking for, like, more tasks to take on. But I'm like, we need to put her on a plane. Let's have her walk some fashion shows. Let's have her do some more, you know. Can't Kim hook her up with the Balenciaga gig? Well, except she did say she was like, oh, I, you know, I've, I'm, I've, I'm a model. So I always have people doing stuff to me and having to control what I do. And this gets my creative juices flowing and I can be really creative with this. So I don't I don't really know how creative uh, she can be or that she is. It's interesting because she does have that Kendall and Kylie fashion line. Remember that? Interesting. Oh, she yeah. never brought At that Paxson. up. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is that's that's still around, isn't it? I think it is. And I actually knew someone who worked for them and they said that they never really had that much input into it in the first place, which I'm not surprised about. But yeah, I'm pretty sure people are like, these are the designs that are hot <laughs> for the summer. What do you think? And they're like, yes. Yes. Approved. Let's do the photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. So again, you know, Kendall flips a home. We get to see Scott. Very exciting. Um, he was looking happier ish. Um, and do you think that we'll see more of Scott, uh, in the coming weeks or is this his only shining moment? I'm sure we'll get another, like one or two more scenes with him throughout the season, but I feel like at this point we can't have any more Scott because Scott's only real connection is Courtney. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at this point, Courtney's made it clear. She doesn't want that narrative put out there about Scott and Courtney and him being unhappy. Cause she's like, I want to focus on me and Travis and our fairy Mm -hmm. tale. And we need to focus on the fairy Fairy tale. tale. And so I think she's pulling in that executive producer credit and she's like, Nope. I think you're probably right. So that ends the Kendall flipping the house saga where we see Scott. And then we get Chris and obviously this has been I feel like this is going to be a through line kind of for the season where Chris, you know, talks about how she has a lot of hip pain and she's scared once again about getting hip surgery because it is kind of a signifier that she's getting older, which is scary. Aging is can be a scary thing. So I have empathy for her there. And then she goes in for her hip surgery consultation after receiving a bunch of MRIs and she is told that she has arthritis in her hip and which means she has no cartilage in the center of her hip. So it's bone on bone rubbing. So that's got to be extremely painful. And she's like, yeah, it is extremely painful. I'm in a bunch of pain, which is why I got those weed gummies. And the, the doctor pretty much recommends it's time for a hip surgery. What did you think of uh, seeing that? Were you kind? Are you kind of like over the whole? Okay, we we get it, Chris. You're you're gonna get a hip surgery, and we get it that you're afraid. Or do you, were you a little like? 
I mean, we're dragging it out quite a bit. Like, I we feel are. like it could have been a one episode storyline. Like, Chris's storyline could have been so much more than just my broken hip, you know? Right, 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 right. Especially because, like, we also have MJ in this episode. And you can tell MJ is just, like, giving her a side eye. Like, she's I like, beat I'm, cancer, girl. I beat like, don't twice, even, yeah. like, what are you, like, you're complaining about a hip. Like, do you, like, I'm 90. 200 and like <laughs> I am still kicking right. so I feel like MJ is just MJ's like and you could yeah, her, like, even Chloe hip, they're yeah. like stop yeah right I know I know I know she's really and the thing is like I again I have empathy for her and obviously you do too but it's kind of like you know we've seen her cry once about this hip once you see one, her cry once about it, we've we've seen seen enough kind of, but they're really dragging this out. No. Yeah. And Martha Stewart's like, don't be scared. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. And you'll be fine. Like, why are you even complaining? Like Martha's like, I had it done 15 years ago. And that's when like, right. you know, the, the hip replacements were still leaking lead. And she's like, and I'm still going strong. And that is so true. And that is a great segue to our Martha Stewart visit. It, this was, a, again, a jam-packed episode. Martha comes over for lunch. She's wearing kind of like this raisin color. Um, I think she she has like a partnership with Aloe Yoga, I, I'm pretty sure, because I follow her on Instagram. She's always hawking their products. So I'm pretty sure she was wearing some Aloe Yoga. Um, and she's coming over for lunch. Because Chris is surprising Chloe with a housewarming gift, which is a peacock. And Martha Stewart famously has peacocks. Um, what did you think about this? I mean, I, a peacock would not be my first choice as like a housewarming gift. Like sure. I would think, you know, a skin cotton ball, you know, little mm. thing for your vanity, you know, a little container, a, a tissue box from skin. That's like a nice, cute housewarming gift, right? A whole peacock. I just feel like is a little unnecessary and they're like so loud and so they're pretty, but they're pretty to look at from afar. You know, right. I already have a, a subscription to peacock premium four ninety nine a oh, month. I go. don't need a real peacock, you know? Right. Total. No, I agree. It's just like you're saying, they're pretty to look at, but it's it's a whole ass animal. Like it's a bird. I want to, and I want to know what Martha thinks of Kim's new home line. Oh my god, that is a that is what we should have had Martha in for is for her to critique Kim's home line. You're so right because it's kind of like okay, we know Martha loves animals. She's always again. I follow her on Instagram, and she's always talking about her dogs and her cats and her birds, her swans, her peacocks, and it's just like if you're gonna have Martha Stewart over don't you want to like talk about food or, or design or, you know, anything but the peacocks. But I guess when you're rich, you can have her over whenever. She could have given Kendall some advice on how to flip a house. Like I feel exactly. like there are so many other ways we could have utilized Martha Stewart that wasn't, you know, as a, a peacock seller. Exactly. Exactly. And, or as even, well, I guess I did like that. Martha Stewart was like, Oh, you're afraid of a hip hurt surgery. Come on. Which was, that was good. I, I think uh, that hit home for Chris. Um, yeah, Martha's like half of me is titanium at this point. <laughs> I know. And she looks great. Um, and we also see Chris serving Martha a charcuterie of meats, cheeses and fruit, as well as some uh, lovely aquapana water. That's very nice water. Question. What would you serve Martha if uh, you had her over? Oh, I would. Uh, charcuterie board is is perfect mm -hmm. as long as it looks pretty. Listen, a charcuterie board is not hard to fuck up. You do some almonds, you do some goat cheese, you do some jams, like uh, some cured meats. 
So I just think a charcuterie board looks pretty. It's easy to throw together mm-hmm. and it's it's palatable because you have options, right? You it's have so some some nuts and some fruit so that the vegans are happy. And then you have some prosciutto so that the carnivores are happy. You have some goat cheese, which who doesn't love goat cheese? I mean, I guess most people don't love goat cheese. I love goat <laughs> cheese, though. I do, so too. You, throw a little hummus in there. Like it's mm. hard to mess that up. And it it's also true. looks chic that like, it's the perfect, I think if you're going to have Martha, cause you don't want to like cook something because then, you know, Martha Stewart's going to critique it. That's you so know? true. You're you so don't invite right. Chef Ramsay over for dinner. Exactly. Unless you want to get yelled at you're right. And I, I do, I'm, I'm a huge beverage person. Like I love finding fun, new beverages and I, and I love, I'm annoying and I love like going to a grocery store and seeing like all the different waters available. So Mm. it was exciting for me to see what uh, water brand they picked out. And again, it was Aquapana. Great brand. Nice what Italian is your favorite? Water. Do you have a preferred water? You know, I love me some Fiji water. I'm a Fiji water fan. How about you? I do love Fiji water, especially when I go on a plane and you get the big bottles from yes. the airport. Yeah. Those are great. Those are great. They're great. Yeah. So then we have, you know, Chris plays a little prank on Chloe and is like, oh, come here. And it's Martha. Martha is here. And Chris also mentions how she saw Martha and Ellen talking about her peacocks. Interesting to note, the Kardashians infamously have a solid relationship with Ellen. Mm-hmm. So that happens. And then Chloe's like, I don't want a peacock because they're loud. And my daughter doesn't even want a dog. And we're just trying to do that. And I think she brings up a great point. You know, why why frighten your child with a giant bird? Right. Like, I feel like that's just not a very like, you know, she's right. You do have to warm the kids up to like a, a puppy. But like a giant bird that's bigger than your child is not going to be warmly embraced. Exactly. I mean, birds are the most closely related uh, animals to dinosaurs. So it's not I mean, you know, let's start somewhere else. Uh, so start la- small. let's start small. So later on in the episode, Chloe and Chris Sans Martha visit a peacock farm. Chloe's freaked out and she freaks out so much so that the peacock flies into the tree and doesn't seem to ever come down. Uh, so Chloe then confronts Chris about her true intentions regarding the peacock. And, and she's like, you just want me to get a peacock so you can, you know, have a peacock by extension. And which I think is probably exactly what's going on here. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's very Chris of her. It's very Chris to just be like, I'm going to give you something. But then when I have a dinner party, I want to make sure I can borrow your peacock. Let me see your peacock. But, you know, I mean, listen, even the peacock knew that the Kardashians were not. This was not a wise investment because he literally flew off into nowhere land. He did. And the guy couldn't even get him back. So that was uh, no go. That was not good. Could you imagine you're like the Kardashians are coming to film a scene. I'm going to sell a peacock. I'm going to get some exposure. I got a little camera time that my wife is going to be proud about. And then all of a sudden, instead, you lose a peacock and they don't even buy anything. (laughs) So true. It's like, great. This really, really helped the business. Thanks, guys. Um, And I thought we were buying a peacock from Martha. Who, like, how did we... How did we get here? I don't know. Maybe it's her peacock dealer. I have no idea. It's just... There are a lot of random elements hobbled together in this episode, which fine. That's fine. I'm fine with it. But. I just love how keeping up with Kardashians, we had Chloe and Chris getting a chicken coop and they had chickens and they were shopping for chickens. And now we have them on Hulu and they've just elevated and now we're shopping for peacocks. And then they don't even get one. So it's like there's no payoff here. The narration or the narrative of this episode is really all over the place, which, again, that's fine. But it was just very much like there's this happening and this and this and this and this and nothing is really tied together. Um, uh, But then, you know, I mean, we have been seeing a lot of Chris and Chloe content, which I personally I, I think has been really sweet. I've really enjoyed it. What have you thought about it? I like them together. I mean, and now I just saw that they were doing like a pajama collaboration. Oh, that's exciting. So, you know, they're definitely trying to build this mom and daughter brand, especially since Kim's off doing her own thing. Chris is like, I want to be, you know, I need a, I need someone to give me some attention. And Chloe's like, well, I'm single. So that's true. Until Tristan comes back. Until Tristan comes back. It's so true. And also I loved Martha Stewart's reaction when Chloe unloaded all of her. She's like, well, the guy I was with, I had a baby with, I had a baby with someone else. And Martha Stewart just goes, oh, that's not nice. Simple as that. <laughs> it's not nice. Martha, you're correct, but let's move the conversation. <laughs> right. But then after all this, when honestly, I was like, wow, this is like so much stuff. We have even more stuff because we're not even to the variety photo shoot. Um, and we get the infamous Kim quote during this photo shoot that, you know, they're all attending is I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. And it just snowballs from there. And, you know, she's we see her in a car with Chloe and she's she's kind of freaking out. I was really looking forward to this and I didn't love like I feel like we could have done a little less peacock and a little more variety. Mm-hmm. I like that this is finally how we get Courtney in this episode because she's just like not really existent. And we had no Kylie in this episode. None. So. I thought the edit of it was very convenient because if, you know, I remember because you see it on TikTok every day, her full quote was, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And so she kind of like kept going on with that. But the way that it's edited in this week's episode is it's just that get your fucking ass up and work clip. And then it, it shifts to like her 
like giving more context to that comment in her variety interview, which I get was a, you know, they were trying to make it not sound as bad as it actually was, which I didn't think it was that bad. I just feel like I think Chloe made a really good point of like, it wasn't the message. It was the messenger. And people are always going to look for a reason to knock the Kardashians in some sort of way. I've always been on the side of like, listen, they wouldn't be prominent and relevant and as rich as they are today if they weren't able to be smart enough to capitalize that in some way and I think Kim's right she's like listen I was a reality star when it wasn't really popular to be a celebrity on a reality star like it was trash tv that like Mm -hmm. the celebs that are the people that were on there weren't becoming celebs so she's like I was on a reality show and I had a sex tape and she's like so you know and I don't think people give them enough credit like yeah there's a lot of stuff to criticize them about but I also feel like you know, they, there has to be some credit in terms of it, not just being all about not having talent. They clearly have a work ethic that they've worked through. Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, obviously the comment was made and it didn't land well and people, you know, took offense to it. But I, I think I side with Chloe on this, that it wasn't so much the message. It was the messenger because had somebody Definitely. that come from humble beginnings, you know, or more humble beginnings than the Kardashians, had they built the businesses that these women have, you know, people would be applauding them a lot more when the message itself, I took it at face value. And I was like, yeah, work hard and you can achieve whatever you want in life. Right. No, I I completely agree with you. I think, unfortunately, yes, it was the wrong person to say this message. And I think regardless of how you feel about the Kardashians, you know, especially in the early 2010s and the late they were working hard to get their name out there. And I know people might not think like going to a nightclub and, you know, promoting is hard work, but it actually is. As someone who has to do multiple podcasts every week, it's a lot harder than people I think think it is because you have to be on. You have to like know what you want to say. You have to, you know, I'm sure she had to meet and greet with a bunch of people. She had to be there for several hours. She was probably sober the entire time. And that is that's tough work on your feet. And it might be more fun work than, you know, your typical blue collar job. But it is work. It's work. And, um, you know, and yes, it's true. She has been afforded a lot of things because of who she is and the people uh, who are her parents. But she, you know, made these deals. She produced these. I don't know if she produced the shows, but she definitely, you know, had to consent to being on these shows and and had to have a business mentality to say, I want this or I want that or I don't want to do this opportunity or I do want to do this opportunity. And that takes savvy. And I think people kind of forget that and they get mad because they have not only opportunity, but they built, you know, this brand seemingly just for being hot or in Kim's case, you know, having a sex tape or whatever. And people just don't take to that in a way, like you're saying, like they would if, you know, she would been born poor and like worked her way up, like, you know, inventing something or whatever. It's just, but it is a work is work. So I will say that, you know, she invented skims. (laughs) Listen, skims are great. So, uh, yeah, you're right. But Kim also says she, she takes the time in this episode, which I found savvy again, that she has like a one-on-one with a camera and she says she didn't mean for it to be a blanket statement towards all women. And she talks about how it's been mainly women to shape her life and who she is. And she 
also really seems to me it was a sincere apology. I think she also felt like, you know, there's so many, you know, outside voices and people are so angry at me. Um, But she says, I hate that uh, that got misunderstood as in like the blanket statement towards all women. And for that, I'm so sorry. So, um, you know, it was it was nice to see her apologize. I will say I do. Again, like we've discussed, I I I. I don't and I don't want to like not let her I don't want to let her off the hook per se, but I also just don't I think there are other things we can get angrier about, you know, like there there's there's other things that are deserve more of our attention, I guess. Yeah, like Kendall's red hair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, exactly that. Uh, No, I agree. I think, listen, the people are always going to find things wrong with what the Kardashians do or what the Kardashians say. And that's not to say that there haven't been problematic moments in the past, but I also feel like, you know, hold people accountable when, when we need to hold them accountable. And, you know, if you exacerbate every single little thing, then, you know, then it also starts to fall on deaf ears because then they, they become so desensitized that they just think people are being loud on the internet or Mm -hmm. wherever, just for the sake of being loud without actually taking that sort of feedback that people are giving them. And it seems like Kim really, was willing to listen and take the feedback and be like, listen, that's not how I meant it, but I'm sorry that it was received that way. Right. And, you know, I do champion women. And listen, she has like her, her skims brand is very much for the modern woman, you know? So it's like, you can't say that, you know, it's inclusive, you know, and it's also, you know, she's very clear that it's solution wear and it's not about being skinny, but it's about supporting your body. And, you know, I think that she's always kind of done, maybe not always, but at least in recent years, I feel like she's really pivoted to make sure, you know, she's on the right side of things more than the wrong side. Yeah, which is great. It's That's what life is all about, learning and educating yourself, which I think is good. Um, so then we move on to our final little vignette here and it's, it's Kim, it's Chloe and it's Kendall. Once again, Kendall is back and they're dining out, uh, at a restaurant. Kendall, Kendall, Kendall says she is addicted to cucumbers cause she has a little salad. And it just reminds me of that. Remember that video of her trying to cut a cucumber that went yeah. viral like a year ago. It's just like, uh, it's just like so funny. So she's like, I love cucumbers. And Kim says Pete is no longer going to space. And once again, we get uh, her addressing uh, the variety comments. She's sad about that and whatnot. And um, that's kind of it. That's kind of the episode. What did you think of it as a whole? It was a little disconjointed. Like it was so like we had so many different things going on that it didn't really, you know, we didn't have any cohesion. Right. We had the hip and the peacock and the Martha Stewart and right. the variety. And so many like, I things. Feel like yeah. So many things, right. That I was really looking forward to the variety piece of it and really seeing her. I wish we would have seen more of her kind of being like, I, I would have loved to have seen her being like, why are people pissed at me? Like I didn't say anything bad. Like I wanted to see those real raw reactions and moments that right. obviously, you know, it's to be expected that they're going to edit out like the raw stuff and they're just really going to focus on her kind of, you know, contrition, pain atonement for it. Yeah. Uh, So I, I wish we would have gotten more of that. I feel like in the earlier days of the Kardashians, we would have gotten more of that, but it's like the way these women are ridiculed and ripped apart every single day that it's like, no wonder why we're getting more of these types of edits. I wish we didn't get these types of edits. I wish we would have focused more on that and Mm -hmm. on, you know, these big issues instead of just glossing over them. 
Like, I don't care if Pete goes to space. Right. We've been spending a lot of time on that. A lot of time. And he doesn't yeah. even go. So who no. freaking cares? Yeah. And he and we knew he didn't go. So we exactly. didn't need to build this up all that much it's for so two true. episodes. Or give us more of like the Kanye stuff, right? Where we oh. see her say, oh, my God, he was tweeting that he doesn't see the kids again. And I was, and you know, and she like briefly mentions it in the the lunch with Chloe and Kendall that mm-hmm. she clapped back, but she doesn't want to go back and forth on social media. Give us like a little more of that, you know, exactly Just something. Just something. Chloe's been so vulnerable and and puts it all out there that I feel like Kim needs to kind of jump in on this. Right, Chloe is earning her check this season, which I appreciate. And I'm kind of going back to like, wow, this is the Chloe that I I really liked in the beginning of this show. So. Yeah, it was nice to see that once again. Should we move on to some show superlatives slash awards? Mm -hmm. Okay. Most chaotic moments. I said it's got to be the peacock, right? When she lost the the peacock peacock. flying off into the wind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was just... (laughs) just like, what is happening with the show right now? So that was fun. Quote of the week. I enjoyed when Chris said, I don't know why this question got started about how much talent we have. Would they ask Jeff Bezos that? I can understand the point, but also at the same time, it's just like, okay, Chris, all right, like, let's, let's, let's calm down here for five seconds, you know? Yeah, a little, yeah, a little, little, little bit of a different situation. I mean, you gotta love Chris, though. She's, I, she's always making she's the trying. best out of a you know shitty moment. Exactly. She's she's spinning she things. Is. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's her hip, and then she can't stop crying about <laughs> That's it. True. That is true. I I really hope we're. I know we're not going to be done with it, but I'm just hoping we're we're reaching the end of it. You know what I mean? Like maybe one more episode, and then like let's never talk about it ever again. Um, favorite. Uh, Kardashian look slash fashion accessory of the week. I really loved Chloe and Kim's outfits in the variety photo mm. shoot. Like when Chloe showed up in her full body suit, yeah. I thought she looked incredible. And then even Kim's like leather outfit in the variety shoot also just, I thought that they were great. Yeah, no, me too. I thought they looked really good with the leather, definitely. Um, I will have to say I loved Chloe's J'adore Dior blue tank top that she wore when Martha Stewart was there that Nikki Hilton once wore in a photo with Nicole Richie from the 2000s. And I was just like, what a great vintage piece. She looks amazing and uh, it suits her really well. It was just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Chloe's glowing lately, and I'm she here really for is. it. Yeah, same. Um, she always glows after a big breakup. I just feel like we just true. need to keep her heart broken <laughs> at all times, and she'll just thrive. And she'll just thrive. Well, didn't she write a book that was like Revenge Body? Oh, uh, yeah. Get- what was it? Oh, it was um, Revenge Body was her show, but the book oh, okay. was called um, something about it looks better, naked looks better, Ooh. like something like, oh, strong, naked, oh. strong looks better than naked or okay. something like that. I, I remember seeing that book at Barnes and Noble and of course opening it up. And I remember seeing the pages and the pages were printed on such thin like paper. I was like, this is how they keep their money. They do the, the most cost effective way, regardless of right? the quality. Yeah. We have a new segment because we didn't really see Travis that much this week. So Corey Gamble moment of the week. Any favorite Corey Gamble moments? See, if there's anybody that's least interesting than Chloe, then <laughs> sorry, than Kendall, it's got to be Corey. <laughs> um, 
I just I also oh. don't believe that like this is like a real relationship. Like mm-hmm. I just I feel like he's like her assistant, you know, right? like he's yeah. there to support Chris and he knows, you know, where he knows where his bread is buttered and he's just like, I'm going to be nice to Chris. And Chris is like, at least I have a companion. At least I have a BFF to hang with. It's so true. It's so true. I did think it was sweet to see how concerned he was about Chris, but, it, you know. If your mama, your sugar mama, wouldn't you be that concerned? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wouldn't you be that concerned if your paycheck was had a broken hip? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh God, those two. I mean, it's <laughs> the relationship is just it's funny. Anyway, um, and then Scott Watch. We got to bring Scott Watch back because Scott is back, and I was so excited to see him. This is truly a win for me, me personally. Uh, because he was there. Listen, he had his cute little moment. We got him for a few a few minutes. He didn't bring a whole lot, but it's, no, he now never it's does. making me think like, yeah, now it's really making me think like without Courtney, what does he really bring? The kids? He brings the kids to and from, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. Not much, but. We need Lord Disick to come back. Oh, like, those my were the glory God. Days. Those, they really were. I know. Exactly. And I would love for us to get like maybe a little Kimberly Stewart, a little Kimbo Stewart in there. That'd be fun. Mm. Mix it up. I don't know. But yeah, any any last thoughts about this episode or I guess Kardashians in general next week's episode? I will say this. I was very happy that, Cl- that the Khloe Kardashian Gave me a shout out on Instagram. She did? Because what? Wait, I, you well, buried in the, the lead. In my, com- in my comments, in my, I, I sent you the, the, the message, the comment that she, okay. You so, did? No, you well, didn't? Last week, last week, Kanye was obviously doing his whole rant and Chloe clapped back at him because he brought up the birthday party. Uh, Remember that where he was like, I wasn't invited to the birthday party. Mm -hmm. So then Chloe clapped back at him. And so I did a whole Instagram reel and I said that my money was on Chloe, that if she met him in the streets, I think she could take Kanye because we all remember when she beat up the stripper in Lamar's hotel room. And she was like, so she's like, I can't believe you remembered that. And she um she said oh the good old days wow. and then she gave me a bunch of hearts so Wait, this I, is huge that news. was my proud moment of the week amelia this is huge news oh my god congratulations that's it's amazing i'm glad that she was reminiscing on the days when she was beating up the stripper though iconic stuff iconic stuff from you and from chloe wow great memory there we need that Chloe back. We you know, do need we need that, her to yeah. beat somebody up again. Oh my God. Some of her early stuff on keeping up with the Kardashians is just iconic where she would like assault her sisters by just like throwing them around like little rag dolls. Yeah. Good stuff. Wow. Well, this was what a high note to end on. Thank you so much to my co-host, Zach Peter. Thank you so much to our wonderful producer, Devin Ronaldo. And thank you all for listening to another episode of You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie. We will see you guys back here next week. 